Keep adding value, like you said. Keep being more valuable. Keep showing up. Keep being on time. Keep being early. Keep staying late. Keep putting your hand up when they're asking somebody to come in on Saturday. Keep doing that. Keep learning, and, and you'll see a major difference. I know it for a fact because I did it. Again, <laughs> what up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Talk Hard Podcast, baby. Well, we like to talk hard about everything, man. So let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about it. That's, that's well, where are slow. we? Let's talk I'm about lost. it. We are live in Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Gosh, <laughs> we're guys. We have a great show. We always have a great show. We have a actually. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm I'm tired of lying to you guys. Don't watch this show. Everybody, tune out right now. <laughs> I love you guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Talk Our Podcast. I'm going to drink some coffee while Mr. Brian Gordon over here tells you what we're talking about today. Well, I mean, I kind of got to address the, not even an elephant in the room. I'm it's not just, talking about that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So here we go, guys. This one <laughs> is a little, this it. one is a little, I'm, I got to navigate through the words in my brain before they come out of my mouth and I don't really have a filter there, so it gets kind of difficult. So it's going to be rough. Yeah. You know, so I, if I've offended you, good. You should pay attention because clearly I'm striking some emotion in your body that's making you feel a certain way about something. But parents, if you have a child in the age of 13 I'm to already, 22. I'm already scared. From 13 to 22, please grab that infant by the ear and let's put some actual, like, morals and code into these kids because it is way out of control all right all right so i i gotta interject way out of control i gotta interject because the problem with that scenario is that's assuming that the parents have any of those values and that's the problem no, I, I'm. A, that's why I'm. Yeah. I'm speaking to the ones with no value, saying you're causing problems. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to understand where the lack of parenting became a thing. Well, I mean, like, I, when did that become a normal thing? You know, when I did would, people stop caring about their kids? When? Because please, I am open to having a conversation where I am, for lack of better terms, wrong in your eyes, and I would love to get into this with somebody. Why don't you have time for your kids? You're not making the hustle. You're not working your butt off. You're not making a ton of money. So what? Like what's happening? Why are we what letting? Do you, what do you? What do you see? What do you see happening? You mean besides like the three hundred and fifty plus kids that took over Chicago this weekend? Tell me about it. They were jumping on cars. They were breaking innocent people's. Fancy cars, non-fancy, didn't even matter. I don't care if you're driving a $600 Honda Accord. (laughs) 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 That's where that sound effect would have been great. I don't understand the sheer amount of disrespect. And so I'm just going to let you know, if your kids come to my neighborhood and jump on my car, it is not going to go over very well. Well, You said Chicago, right? That was one. It happened in San Bernardino, I believe, where they literally broke into an Arco and, and stole that, like ten thousand dollars. I didn't even know and that's gas California. stations had ten thousand. And that's California. Oh, I know the political stamina. You said we weren't going political on this. I don't know. It's, I, I don't know much about the situation because I've been tuned out. Uh. <laughs> I can't get away from it. Okay, so my my wife left this weekend and she went to a hair show. Right? 
So I'm, I trust her, no worries, but clearly there's different She's laws there. The there's no different laws there. So no, she wasn't because it's not worth it. Illinois doesn't honor our permits. Chicago specifically, I believe there's parts of Illinois you can, but Chicago and in that surrounding area, you can't. What are you going to do? So I turn on the news Saturday morning or uh, Sunday morning and see a big takeover in Chicago where they're breaking windows. They're breaking into stores. What are they doing it for? What's their, what's their, no what's idea. their agenda? No idea. Like no one knew. Chris, look it up. What's I still haven't been able to find out. So please help me figure this out because I don't get it. Does he not know what you're talking about? Chicago? Kids take over Chicago. Just type that and, and Google in YouTube and anywhere, and it was. What's Joe Rogan's uh, uh, tech tech guy's name? We need to get one of him. Jesus, he did, his name's uh, Chris. His name's Chris. Chris would have he would have done had it up on the screen. So these kids take over Chicago, but what I'm if you want to take politics into it, fine. Here's here's my pushback. There's no crime. There's here's no, my pushback. There's, there's no consequences for this stuff, right? Am I understanding that correctly? What do politics have to do with genuine parenting? And I look, you want to go on the lines of it's bad to beat your children. My dad used to whoop my butt. Me and him are best friends, so I'll push back on that one all day long because I deserved it. Me right? Too. We have these kids now believing they don't actually deserve it. And what is going to happen when they get out in the real world and you get to 26, 27 years old and you still got that mouth on you and you walk into the wrong restaurant and you say something to the wrong dude, things are going to go a little different because that person doesn't care. And that's what my dad prepped me for. Yeah. Right? So I'm just trying to understand the it's out of control disrespect. Like there are no repercussions. Now, I knew this was coming when the trophies became a thing. However, there's <clears> still <throat> parents like – my trophies didn't matter to me because I learned my core values at home. Well, I, I'm, I think it's safe to say that, that I don't know. I, like, I don't know where these kids came from. I, I would assume that they probably don't have quote unquote parents. You know what I mean? Who's paying their bills? I'm sure there's somebody, right? But you know what I mean? That doesn't make you a parent. Oh, for sure. Okay. You I know get what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's not two parents in the home. And if there is two parents, both the parents got to be working. You know, and both it, my parents worked. Well, my mom worked for my dad, but she at one point was very, very busy too. My dad was gone all the time. My dad was gone a lot of my childhood. Right. But when I got like grounded, I doubt anybody even knows what I'm talking about. So when you get grounded or put on restriction, it's a punishment for doing something wrong in your home. And then you stick at to which it. time you have to do something you don't like to do. So I used to have to carpool with my dad because California traffic sucks. <laughs> so after school, he'd pick me up and I'd be carpooling for the rest of the night. I get home at like nine o'clock at night trying to read inside this cheap Ford Ranger, just trying to get my work done. That was my punishment. So I learned a lot of oldie songs. But other than that, I just had to spend time with my dad. That was how I got to spend time with my dad. And I'm not mad at him for it. So there's still ways to get around your children is what I'm saying. Like that, I don't want to hear the excuse. I work all the time. I just don't want to hear it. Wake up earlier. Well, my kid doesn't want to wake up. Well, because you don't ask him to. You don't make him to. You don't get him excited about it. You Making. don't find ways to create time because you're too busy with all this other crap. And these kids are just running rampant. And I think the biggest thing that's happening in specifically these three states is that there is no punishment for the crime anymore. Yep. There it is. See, I knew when I <laughs> spray painted a wall, there was a good chance I was going to pay a fine and possibly go to juvie. I knew that. Did that stop me? No, but did it scare me a little more and make me think smarter about what I was doing, the level and the amount I was doing or that? Yes. And then so did it become this like 
complete destroyer but it, but of everything? No. But, it, but if you knew that you can get away and you're never going to have any Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah. You're never going to have any consequences. There are zero consequences. People are physically hurting innocent people. And this... Your like, mom's out there working her face off. Dad's out there working your face off while you're destroying somebody else's car that they are doing the same thing for. Well, I saw them beating people up. That too. Beating the crap out of people. Yeah. In videos that I saw, there was like, I don't know, 100 people. And like, now, me, if I saw that, I'm the first one in there. Don't bet. care if I know any of bet. you. Bet. I don't care who Where I don't are need those to people? know any of you. Where well those people don't probably don't exist in They're Chicago. scared. There's real there's real people, there's real men out there and there's real women out there and there's real patriots as well. Yeah, well, you know, it's like pick a side. What's happening right now? These kids are out of control. And I say kids because until you are old enough to live on your own, you're a kid. I don't care what age you are. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you can legally pick up a drink. Right. If you are legally picking up a beer and go into your mom's house and sit in the basement you're still a kid <laughs> okay all right because you mentally don't have the capacity to figure things out on your own yet that makes you a kid to me well, a child so I, for me i'm coming back to the consequences thing mm-hmm. because with and this is something i think the world is in this country the world whatever i don't this new generations and new generations of parents i, I and new generations of of school like i got whipped i got whipped in school mm-hmm. i got a paddle <laughs> multiple times from angry teachers you know because I, I was that bad you know and i got my butt whipped by paddles in school there was a couple times my dad would 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 be half lit and and have to go up and talk to the principal in a not so uh uh friendly manner the only but thing I was ever happened. mad about when it happened was the fact that I got caught. I wasn't mad that it was happening. Consequences. Con- it, it, it's, it's the same thing in recovery, right? Like, it's I don't. Life. It's life. It is life, right? But I, I'm going to take everything back yeah, to yeah. recovery and, and addiction, right? Because it's the same thing as recovery. Like, I would have never got sober. I would have never changed my life. I would have never changed my behaviors. I would have never became the person that I am today if it wasn't for consequences. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for getting caught. I used to have I used to have a chip on my shoulder. I used to blame everybody. I used to blame the cops. I used to I, they're harassing me. They're picking on me. Right. I used to blame the teachers. They don't right. like me. I used mm-hmm. to blame the judge for locking me up. And then I get in prison and I would blame the CEOs for being a holes. And they were you know and the simple fact is if it you know the, everybody was just doing their jobs. Everybody's doing what they're supposed to do besides me. You know and I blame everyone. But if it wasn't for all of that, if it wasn't sitting in a county jail for a 360 some days you know in a little room if it wasn't for the consequences and the the you know the hospitals the the homelessness the sleeping outside the the you know waking up and being in a coma for four days and you know if it wasn't for all those horrible consequences i would have never been who i am and i would never have changed and i think that's what we got to get back to there has to be consequences see there's the pushback on that and i always laugh at it because they always cover the the small portion of society where the amount of people that are in their 16 to 18 range or 16 17 i guess so you're close enough to an adult you make an adult decision you pay for it as an adult so you do real time this is how it used to be right this is where the pushback started so and they used to say well those people don't get reformed they've now become institutionalized well then there's a problem with that too there is there is issues right there's issues there but you know the the no there are so many people out there that I wish would get louder about what they're going through that did things like Wes Watson is a prime example. 
He was young when he got busted. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was in high school driving his fancy cars, attracting a lot of attention, ended up doing time in prison, 10 years. And it drove him to not want to go back to that place. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of, I would say more than less, the ones that become institutionalized are the ones that have nothing to look forward to when they get out. They didn't have anything going in, so it has nothing to do with when they got busted. It was going to happen no matter what because they had no driving force to begin with. So they turned to the streets. That means no matter what, it was always going to be that way. Getting caught at 17 wasn't going to change the institutionalized part of their brain. Yeah, it's either, it either makes you or breaks you, right? They either wake up from it or they just realize this was life because they're okay with it. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with the institution itself. Right. Now, we can do more in the prison systems. That, I agree with kinda, that. That's kind of where I was going with it. There, there is stuff that, that we could do. They, the whole lack of funding is mm-hmm. what they say for all these uh, types of reform programs. And, it says and, a multi-billion dollar industry. But okay. Multi, multi-billion dollar industry. And if we could send $40 billion to another country, we sure damn can can fix this problem, yeah. right? We can have more recovery mm-hmm. and, and classes and substance use disorder type um, programs in, in penitentiaries. Sure. And there's other stuff that you can do. There's a whole lot of other stuff. Well, there was pit bulls and parolees, right? Uh, yeah. The TV show of dog trainers that got huge because they were all convicts, struggled to get jobs. See, here's the thing that I laugh. It, it, they say it was hard to get a job with a face tattoo. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to get a job with a felony. Whatever. Like, there's jobs out there or make your own. Make your own. I did this because I didn't want anybody telling me what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. So if you don't give me the good job that I think I deserve, I'll go make my own. Yeah. That's what I've always done. And this is America. So I'm going to live my life my way. <clears throat> this is America. Right. It, it, you can make and become anything that you truly want. All you've got to do is... 1,000%. You, you, have, you have to want it first off, and then you have to be willing to put in... You have to be willing to be obs- get obsessed with what it takes to get to where you want. Well, the mean, problem is we're all in this quick fix, right? Like, no. get on TikTok, go viral, make money. Sure. Yeah, you're, you're, that might last. Look at the percentages for that. a couple years. Well, even but building content is difficult. Yeah, to quality content, right? I can post a video of me driving my car home every day and say I'm building content, right? Like, oh, I, you can I, do that. You see this on Facebook now? The new uh, they got the new page, mm-hmm. and it's like, what's it say? Uh, content creator mm-hmm. versus your regular page, oh, right? And then you go on, you look at their page, and it says content creator, and you're yeah. like, oh, okay, content creator. And right. you look, and it's just selfies. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can, I'm like, okay, if you want to build something right. real, you have to be entertaining. You have to bring value, whether it's entertainment value that that lets someone escape from their reality at some look, point in time. <clears throat> I've been built, making content for for you know years now. Wes Watson built a whole entire YouTube channel around telling stories about his 10 years in prison. Yeah. I've seen, and I've how seen he it. drove through that and what happened on the yard and what it was really like and the politics and, you know, carrying your ID and, and all of the different levels of the yard and how everything went. And and, and there's also businesses. And, and, and this is, again, this is America. You can start any kind of, I don't give a crap what it is. You, we when, fantasized when, it is the problem. When you was a child... Like, uh, this was a funny meme, right? Our GoFundMe was mowing the yard, mm-hmm. mowing the neighbor's yard and mm-hmm. the whole neighborhood's yard. Absolutely. That was our GoFundMe. My mom said, and you want those skates? There's a lawnmower right there. A lawnmower right there. Go knock on doors. Mm-hmm. Tell people you mow the yard for mm-hmm. $10, right? And and I did. Mm-hmm. And I so mowed everybody's. So did I. Right? Um, there was also other things I did. I was an entrepreneur as yeah. a child, even. Yeah. You know what I mean? But to think that that 
go mow the yard for $10 can turn into a multi-million dollar business. Mowing yards and landscaping. You know what I mean? There's always... There are landscapers out there you that can, Like, literally, Gary V. Gary V. talks about it all the time. You can literally spend your day, every day, going to yard sales and picking up shit for almost free and reselling it on eBay mm-hmm. and make $100,000 a year. Absolutely. You can do that easily, mm-hmm. every day. You can go to Goodwill. Anywhere. For things that are being missed out on, right? Goodwill's out here of the, like, the warehouse. No, the nice the time frames. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can... These people just give this stuff away. They don't care. And you can buy it for three dollars. Everybody wants to start the business that makes them look cool. You want yeah. to know about some of the biggest well, businesses right now that are actually being surpassed on? What storage units? Ah, it's big laundromats. Things that have no like you. I own a laundromat, and people just look at you like whatever. I want to be that business owner on some level someday to have that side business that nobody cares if I own. That's very little, very little, plenty overhead. of money. It's called it's called uh, passive income. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and there's so many businesses out here. Like people talk about, you know, the the problem with their jobs. They hate their jobs. They hate the pay that they're making. And they they hate this. Okay, well that's eight hours a day for mm-hmm. five days a week. Like I ask all the time, what are you doing in the rest of that rest of your day? What's your next eight hours look like? Because if you if you are bitching about where you're at in life financially. You can't pay your rent, you can't pay this, you can't do that, it's the government's fault, right? Uh, job sucks, I hate it, my boss is an ass, all that good stuff. Well, no, I've had these conversations. Drive, recently. have that freaking, have your day job, mm-hmm. and then spend your next eight hours of that day planning for your future. Well, just Whether like all these kids, starting your side share gig, some data. Right? Yeah. Start a side gig. Yeah. Turn us, find what you love and learn how to make money off of it. They want to get paid more to do less, but they're not providing value. If I give you this, what do I get back in value? Right. Because at some point, it's not just because you show up. That doesn't work anymore. Loyalty is only a small portion of the value that you add. Well, it's appreciated. It's expected. So don't act like you're you're something amazing because you show up on time. Congratulations. That's how most of the world is. What value can you give an upper management or a business owner that validates what you're asking for. And if you can do that, then we'll have a real conversation. And most of the time they can't rule with them. So if you want to go at your boss with a raise and you walk in there with, this is why, and then point out the values that you're adding, you get paid for the value you add, not for the value you think you are right. Break it down and provide value. It's not a conversation. So these people that hate their jobs, hate their jobs because they don't know where they're going. They don't know how to add value. They don't know how to think outside the box and bring it to the table. And they assume because Joe Schmo had a really good talk with you at the break room and went and tried it, according to him, and it didn't work. So that's just never going to work for anybody. Or maybe he's just an idiot and doesn't know how to talk. Maybe he sucked. Right. People assume so much and they don't know how to bring value. So when it comes down to me, like you did, you just I just start learning more. Why not? Not because that's going to become my new job, but that's because when someone calls in sick and I can step in. Then you realize how important I am. And then when I take a vacation and I come back and people are like, dang, it sucks when you're not here. Now you're adding value. Now you can have a conversation. Rule of thumb in any job, if, you, if you're in any way ambitious. And that's, I think that's a large problem with especially kids. I'm just being honest with them because 95% of you will never start a business. You'll never know how to start a business. You'll never try to start a business. You'll, but you could. You'll dream of it. Of course you can. You but I'm going to be honest with you. You're just not going to. So let's just stop acting like you are. Again, I, I see your point. Again, though, 
the problem, a large problem, is no one's ambitious enough anymore. No. No one is ambitious, and I don't come. I don't cover that comes from the, probably back to the parents being entitled, being enabled, being you know the world owes you, you're a victim, and all this good stuff, right? I think one, if you're not going to start a business, stop bitching. If you're not going to, if you're going to spend eight hours, if you're going to spend forty hours a week working at your job, complaining about your financial problems, I don't want to hear it because you're doing nothing for it. You know, and, and if you only want to work at that job, rule of thumb, be way more valuable than what you're getting paid. Life is only Put in way it. more time yeah, yeah. than what you're getting paid. Yeah, yeah. And then keep doing that. Mm-hmm. Keep adding value, like you said. Keep being more valuable. Keep showing up. Keep being on time. Keep being early. Keep staying late. Keep putting your hand up when they're asking somebody to come in on Saturday. Keep doing that. Keep learning. And, and you'll see a major difference. I know it for a fact because I did it. And sidely, man, look at a side hustle. There's so many avenues out here to make money. Simple. There's, uh, There's very simple my avenues guy, out there. My guy that mows my yard is a, is, a, is, a, is a, I don't know what his gig is, at a very, very good factory that he does. I think he might be a manager or something. He's been there a lot. But he's got a side gig on, on his two days off, mm-hmm. and he mows the whole neighborhood's yards mm-hmm. for 40, 50 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? The if, dude, he's, if he's efficient, he has the right equipment, summer. he can make an extra five to $700 a day. He does that all summer long. Mm-hmm. I, I'd hate to see what he makes. You know, it's, that's cash too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So he does good. Yep. You know, and that's, and he could, he could knock out, I don't know how many, he knocks my yard out in about he's 15 got, minutes. He's got three in a row here. He right. just does all the fronts in one row. Yeah, yeah. He knocks, I mean, he can knock them out. Efficiency, you know? efficiency and effectiveness, doing the right thing versus doing things right. Um, back to like the core of all of this and what, We've talked about this before. Like, my biggest concern is that humanity is humanity. So, at some point, this is going to break. People are going to get sick of getting taken advantage of, getting bullied, getting mobbed. This is the same thing that was happening back in the day before that big bully movement happened. There was a lot of kids that were bigger, and they were bullying people. And so, humanity stepped up and was like, no, now we're going to try to crush bullying. Like, it's going to happen. So, all these kids out there that are acting like punks, you're... You're basically setting these kids up to have a very rough life. Things are going to get bad. Because humanity is going to push back at some point. I do believe in my heart there are more good people than bad. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it's going to, there's the straw that will break the camel's back, right? You can only put so much on before all it takes is that one piece of straw. Yeah. And then that camel's down. And then it becomes bad. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to, to see how everything unfolds in the next couple of years. So I just want to implore people to be smart, but stand up, say something, make noise. Like you're letting everybody else make all this noise. And then we're complaining about it behind closed doors. <laughs> I, I, I do put myself in the, when I see those videos of those kids, like beating up this older, it was an older, oh, it makes me cringe. It was an older lady. Makes you know, me cringe. Was, uh, not old, but she was, you know, 40, 45 years oh, no, old. I've seen grown ass men. Pop off on no, they elderly were, women, dude, they and were, it they makes were, me cringe. Dude, they were waylaying like just a mob of them were waylaying this this forty five year old lady, and and I was just like, man, I I don't I was I picture myself being there. I was like, I would just <laughs> it'd be bad. I'd just be rolling through it, there. It'd be bad, you know. It, and, unfortunate, and that's the sad part is it doesn't have to be like this is a core value thing. 
This is a genuine core value that we're not teaching kids in school. The golden rule used to be a thing. Yeah. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. This is a basic core value of life. But we're not there for these kids. We're not inspiring these kids. They all think they can just get rich off of TikTok. Or if they do anything, they're not getting any trouble. And play the victim card all day long. Yeah. And somebody gets scared and goes, oh, crap, they're going to cancel me. Who I still don't know who the cancel culture actually is. I'd love to know where their headquarters is. I just don't know who these people are, who, what power they have. So where is their headquarters? Because I would just like to knock on the I'm door and say, can we sure. sit down? I'm pretty But what are, like... Gosh, I just I just want people to just be willing to get on. Nobody wants to get uncomfortable anymore, and that's, I think, the actual root of the biggest problem is nobody wants to have these uncomfortable conversations. This is just out of – I just am – it's sad because it's not about mental health because they're not – we're not making them any healthier. Mental health has gotten worse. So, again, I've said this before. If your trophies were going to work, if your mental health days were going to work, if your sugar-coating candy whatever crap that you were doing was going to work, win. When's it work, huh? Like, how far do we have to go before we realize we're actually destroying the place and that challenge is good? Adversity is good. You want to talk about some of the biggest millionaires in the world were brought up with nothing and they got sick of it. That was a driving force. It wasn't easy and that makes millionaires. So, And it's not all about money. It's about the chase. It's about understanding that life is life. Mm. The storms still roll in. The hurricane still hit. The tornado still dropped. The lightning still strikes. None of that will ever change. So why are we acting like if we go to school, stop doing homework so we don't get bad grades, take F's out of the equation, that lightning is all of a sudden going to go away and tornadoes aren't going to drop and hurricanes aren't going to strike and poverty isn't still a thing. Like, what are we talking about? Guys, just come on, guys. Like, let, let's just stand up a little bit and let's really focus on the real mental health thing that's happening. Change is good. Challenge is good. Adversity is good. These things are good. It has been a test of time since Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, if you go back to what created the world, it was all through tough times. Yeah. Easy times create weak people. And we've got some of the weakest people I have ever seen on this planet today worldwide. And it guys, needs to stop. Real simple. Don't be weak. <laughs> Don't be weak. Just don't we, give we in. Live, we live in a we live in a really tough world. Stick to your core values. Yeah, man. We love. We don't you guys. have any. Call us. We'll help. We love you guys. <laughs> Please subscribe. Send us over to your friend. We'll see you Absolutely. next week.